0: Back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music, and well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's
1: go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we rank all of the records for whatever band or artist we're doing this week. But we're doing a li- we're doing it a little bit differently this week uh, because we're doing Crosby, Stills, uh-huh. Nash & Young, which is essentially a super group. Uh, uh, we're going to uh-huh. do kind of the, s- the first solo records from each member and rank those four records and give our biggest banger from each. I think I explained that kind of okay or correctly. Um, so yeah get into that keep listening thank you all for listening go to apple podcast go rate review and subscribe to us on there. follow us on social media uh all of our handles mm-hmm. are asinine radio we have a phone number you can call texas leave a voice leave us a voicemail that phone number is 503-893-5307 we also have a discord server if you want to join that let us know we'll send we'll send you the link talk to us hang out with us and other people who listen to the pod um yeah i think that's all we got for intros oh my name's tyler jeff is way out there hundreds of miles away and uh we do start with our 6 degrees with Tom DeLonge and uh, i didn't do it though i forgot to do it i was kind of rushed i don't know if you have any anything for the 6 degrees
0: i tried to do it today and i, I was trying to I, I wanted to do one for each member yeah but without without using like i don't know like anybody from the, the the bay area musicians of the early 70s it was kind of hard and then i got discouraged and didn't want to do it
1: you don't want to do it Okay <laughs> That's fair That's fair So I didn't do it So I guess we're not doing The Six degrees of Tom DeLong. Uh So let's get right into The uh. album rankings We're gonna rank uh, what, oh. what albums are we We're doing Hold on I'm bringing up my notes I'm sorry I don't know anything We're, we're gonna d- do David Crosby's First record If I Could Only Remember My Name <laughs> We're gonna do Graham Nash's Songs for Beginners We're gonna do uh, Neil Young's After the Gold Rush And we're gonna do Stephen Stills Stephen Stills so those are the records that we're doing, and yeah, they're gonna we're gonna rank them from worst to best and give our biggest banger. What do you got for number four, Jeff? Go number and no, four. No, I didn't name those in order. I did not name those in order. So
0: order of like release?
1: Gonna, no, order of uh, you know my actual ranking. Oh, oh, did you purposely you go gonna, out of order? I did purpose to go out of order because remember I I fucked up last week yeah. or two weeks ago.
0: You should have just done. You should just did Crosby, Stills, Nash, Young. You should just did it that way, or just uh-huh. did in order of release. So like uh-huh. Neil Young was first, Stills was second, Crosby was third. Graham Nash was the last one to release his solo first his first solo album.
1: Yeah, I, should, I could have, but you could have you done know.
0: anything, but you did nothing. So, I did nothing. Yeah. What's new though, right? No, that's true. So my my <laughs> least favorite, which is uh, I still enjoy it, is, but it's Stephen Stills, Stephen Stills, Stephen Stills. Okay. I, I uh, mm-hmm. my, my biggest problem with this one is, is his singing style. Like especially when he's doing his acoustic stuff. I just, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like the way he sings. He is for sure my least favorite singer out of the four. And okay. his acoustic guitar sound, I'm also not really a fan of. It's, it's, it sounds really, really clean and expensive. And like, he just put on some brand new strings and it's just, it has that you know what I mean? It has that that yeah, like no, ring it, to it. I, it. I don't. I don't like that sound. I need a little bit of the grit to an acoustic guitar sound. And he did. Great he's breaks, done it before, I mean. and he's done it before. But I. I, I don't know. I, I. I. don't like his singing almost at all on this album. But I will say his jamming electric stuffs is fucking good. Like it's 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 mm-hmm. damn near unmatched good out of the four of them. And he brings in some crazy heady hivers, hit or hivers. heavy hivers. Heavy hivers. He brings some <laughs> crazy heavy hivers, that wow, that you just that one like, up again. well, that was the second time it was purposeful. Well, debatable. He brings in some some heavy bertation. You remember that video of that lady who had the, the mm. brain aneurysm outside the Staples Center? Oh yeah,
1: that was <laughs> fucked. That was rough. That was Poor so girl. rough.
0: Like you can see like the panic in her face set in.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so terrifying! Oh my god! So he brings Boy. in all these
0: these these big names in music to help like supplement his style, and it works really really well. And it's crazy because my biggest banger from his album is the Clapton song "Go Back Home," and mm-hmm. and like we just trashed Clapton all the time on here, but god damn, Clapton is so fucking good on this track, and you hear both of them kind of playing together and playing off each other. And it's just it, it it's just proof that Clapton is really, really good when he's just not like the front man. As a yeah. backup guy, he's he's phenomenal. He is really, really good. But then he's got like Hendrix on his album too. Cause Stills like cool. with Hendrix. And it's and you can hear yeah. already you can hear that iconic Hendrix tone, right? That that he had perfected and then it was his tone. And man, dude, like like Stills is electric stuff from this album is some of the best out of all four but i cannot stand his acoustic voice
1: his his voice isn't bad i
0: cannot stand it get the fuck out of here i i also ranked all four of them based on four things i said who is who i think is the best singer who is the <laughs> best songwriter who's the best guitarist and then who is just the weirdest looking because they're all kind of weird looking
1: yeah they're all pretty ugly people <laughs> i mean they really are it's <laughs> <laughs> it's gross. It's gross, man. <laughs> oh god. So that was your number four, huh? Cool. Alright, my number four is um is uh Graham Nash, uh Songs for the Songs for Beginners. This one uh I was kinda bored by this one. I, I I would never go back to it. I'm not gonna I'm just never gonna listen to it again. Uh the copy I did get, it was warped to hell. Uh wouldn't it would not even play properly. So that will be uh, sold for a dollar, or given away for free, and yeah. I just, overall, that this 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 album was was boring. Nothing really stood out. Maybe the song w- "Wounded Bird" might have, um, because it's just all acoustic. It's short. It's to the point. His voice, mm, it's it's good. I mean, they all have great voices, but it, there's nothing that really stands out to me. And his with his voice, and I just don't really care that much. Which wasn't for me not for me I just would not never go back to it
0: well at least at least it's all warped up
1: and you don't need it yeah I don't need <laughs> I don't need it <laughs> but this one also had some some heavy hitters I mean Jerry Garcia Jerry played Jerry. On two songs yeah yeah, played pedal steel guitar so there you go and then dude I mean we'll get more into it on the main episode but dude they're all children all four of them they're fucking yeah, children absolutely it's so annoying yeah but uh yeah this, I'm never going to go back. So okay. There you go. Okay. <laughs> okay. What do you got for number three? Uh,
0: number three for me is Graham Nash, Song for Beginners. Okay. And this only, um, I think everything about it is is not as good as Stephen Stills except for the singing. I just cannot stand Stephen Stills' singing. I just, I can't do it. It's so irritating. Yeah. But uh, Graham Nash, I like his voice. I really do. Even though I think... I think it's just boring. I think he sounds like a mashup of like a couple of the Beatles if you just took, like, okay. some of the Beatles' voices and, and mashed them together, that's Graham Nash. <laughs> yes, kind of like the same style of singing, too. But I like that mm. he writes very easy-going, like, lighthearted melodies. Like, nothing is crazy or complicated on this. And that type of style in writing is very much like Neil Young. Neil Young is very good at writing just very basic, structured songs. But, I mean, the difference, obviously, is, is vast. Yeah, melodies. But, just like the simplicity in it and then in the delivery i I dig I, I I will go back to songs for beginners. I'll go back to Stephen Stills too, because I think the music is phenomenal. but my mm-hmm. favorite mm-hmm. my favorite Graham Nash song on this album was Simple man, and it's 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 a very simple song, very, very reminiscent actually of fool on the hill from magical mystery tour. it's it's okay. it's got like the same type of kind of build up and it's just the like the voice everything about it. I think it's just it's very similar to it. And I think Graham Nash. Maybe because he's from the UK, I don't know. But dude, I, I got like heavy Beatles vibe from this guy.
1: I could see that, but it's just it's just nothing nearly as good as anything the Beatles put out. Well,
0: I don't say that.
1: Well, this song's better true. than well, half of the albums the well, Beatles maybe, put out. Maybe, maybe the White Album. That album's pretty trash. And, and Let It Be not good either.
0: And in this song too, he has the mic turned up so high, so you can hear his lips separating when he opens his mouth to sing. So <laughs> he's like, you know, that he noise, so fucking yeah.
1: annoying. that's Q. All right, that's your number three. So my number two is, oh no, no, my number three. I'm sorry, my number three is Stephen Stills. Stephen Stills, and uh, I don't mind his voice. I I think he has he has a good voice. It's not it's it's not boring like Nash's is. It's just it's nothing great. It's not unique enough like like uh, Crosby and Young. So I, 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 that doesn't bother me, but I do agree with you. His guitar leads are fantastic, especially on the song "Cherokee." Oh my gosh, it's so good! And the use of the organ in that song the the mashup of the organ and the guitar leads on that forget about it it's it's fantastic. <laughs> it's a it's a great song. Um, and I mean, it's surprising too. I I had no idea that Jimi Hendrix Hen- Jimi Hendrix worked with you know people outside of himself really like I, I did no idea he worked with these guys with any of these guys so that, that's pretty cool knowing that or finding that out this week but um, yeah I, I I really have nothing bad to say about this record I think it's a good record I'm on the fence about keeping it though oh because I don't know how much replayability it has but it was good it, 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 it was good it, I enjoyed myself but yeah I, I don't know they Nothing outside of Cherokee, nothing stands out to me. But I think I would have to listen to listen to the album more to really to really get it. So I'll probably listen to it two two more times before I make my decision on whether or not I'm going to get rid of it. Okay. So, okay. There you go. That's my number three. So what do you got for number two? Uh,
0: David Crosby. I mean, obviously Neil Young's gonna be number one. David Crosby. Let's we'll see. No, we'll then see. You're, no, don't be silly. If. <laughs> so like what I, I really like david crosby's album but i don't like the name i don't like the name of it if i can only remember my name
1: remember my name that's the like point. are
0: you senile already what is going on <laughs> and if we're just talking about like the weirdest looking dude out of the four of them oh, dude like the guy takes the cake from day one yeah he's always yeah, looked yeah. weird and this is coming from a band who like steven stills wears stupid like football jerseys and stuff and just looks like a goofy ass dad that's trying really hard. Neil Young is just
1: ugly. It's yeah, but n- nobody's uglier than David. I just God.
0: cannot believe like, that, that he's is- he's he's looked like that for so long. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah.
1: And then reading more about like his, his backstory and shit. Like he was a dude. He had multiple. He was in relationships with multiple women constantly having sex. because he was like, just women would throw themselves at. Because he had
0: all the drugs. Mm-hmm constantly just using drugs just <laughs> all the time using drugs I always had a gun on him too a big gun 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 rights activist but a very kind of yeah. liberal person so that was always interesting but so it well,
1: was a total fucking hippie this
0: uh this this album if i could remember if i could only remember, remember fuck him and say it. if i could only remember my name
1: remember my name it's
0: mm-hmm. good i i love this album so like the opening track music is love I wish that was gone entirely. I don't like that song, but after that is over, Wait, which song? M- music which song? is love it's the first oh, it's the okay. first track. I don't yeah. like it at all, but after that, I think the album fucking kicks ass. it rips and it tears in ways that are like bizarre and and, and almost like uncomfortable at times. His album goes from eclectic and heavy to like light hearted acoustic track with chimes, and just mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. it it just dips and just falls off a cliff from one song to the other is just bizarre and weird. But it flows well and I think he did a fantastic job. And then reading about like the group of musicians that played with them, and they call themselves yeah, the Planet Earth Rock and Roll Orchestra. And it's mm-hmm. basically just anybody that recorded at this place in the seventies and late sixties, like they would just they were all in the same building recording music, and so they would just wander into each other's studios and be like, Hey, you wanna just fucking jam? Like Jerry Garcia would be walking into to, to Grace Slick and Paul Kantner, and hey, you want to jam? Okay. And they just started fucking jamming. It's, that's what so is rad. going on? Like this is unbelievable stuff. Craziness. Yeah, yeah. And so that's, that's, that's where like all these musicians kind of were on their, each other's albums and stuff. And they, it, like their sounds influenced other musicians that were on their, um, so for instance, like this influenced some of the stuff that the grateful dead did after this. Mm. And that's, oh, that's really cool. But what are their names? That's my favorite song from this album. It was a very psychedelic sounding song with uh, some heavy layered vocals from pretty much everyone who was anyone from the area at that time. And it was just like a really full sounding jam fest. And the way it was produced is it sounded like there was like 20 fucking people just hanging out playing music together. But nothing, Probably was. But nothing was like was like drowned out. And there was some stuff like that from the Deja Vu album we'll talk about, where there's just a lot of things going on, but nothing sounds drowned out. So production wise, these all sound really, really good, and they do a really damn good job at making sure nothing is just washed out. And I yeah. love the
1: sounds. I do too. I do too. This is a surprising record. Surprised I liked it. Uh, so that's your number two. Yeah. And got anything else on this one? Nope. Okay, so my number two is also this David Crosby record. If I could only remember my name, uh, the, upon my first listen, I didn't like it. I thought I'm not going to keep this record. I'm gonna, I'm gonna toss. It. I'm gonna sell it. But that was only because I listened to it after the Neil Young record. Yeah, it's not fair. And it's it, it's not fair to David Crosby. So I so I, I put it in my, my my throwaway or my sell pile, and I thought you know I'll give it another listen. I, I think I gave him an unfair chance. After listening to Neil Young, and my second listen through, I enjoyed it way more. Just that that perspective and just not going after Young, it, it just it, it's this is a great record. This is really good. Uh, my favorite song is uh, what, what, t- how, do you, how do you pronounce to t- t- I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. High. This is like this is a trippy song. There's I mean, there's some great guitar playing in this. It's very airy and ethereal sounding. Well, really, the whole record sounds like that, but more so this one. Uh, it's it has kind of a weird song structure too. It's it's a very unique song. And then I looked on, uh, you know, looking up how this record was made, who played on it. I should say, it's like fucking a bunch of the guys from Grateful Dead. And this song in particular, Phil Lesh plays bass on this song. Uh, what's the not Mickey Hart, but the Bill other uh, Bill Bill. Bill Krutzman plays drums on this. Jerry, Jerry Jerry plays guitar on this song. So it's like fucking, it's Grateful Dead. Or it's Grateful Dead featuring David Crosby. That's what the song is. And it made me think, do Grateful Dead have music like this? Yeah. Do they have albums that sound like this? Yeah. Well, why, why haven't you told me this? Well, Because I
0: didn't know. I didn't think you were going to like this. I so, so much this Grateful Dead on great. it.
1: How am I supposed to not like this? You
0: hate the Grateful Dead, and every time I bring something, you hate everything.
1: No, the only I've only ever listened to Working Man's Dead, Dead, Mama's Dead, Dead, Working Um, Man's (laughs) Dead. That's the only album I've listened to, and it's not a bad record, but it's too folky for me. But if they have albums that sound like this song, fuck, dude, sign me up. Give me a list, okay? Don't give me a live record list. Don't give me a live record list. I don't want live records right now. I'm not ready for that. That's but that's not, but that's, not
0: that but that's I think it'd be an easier transition for you to do a live record than it would be for you to listen to a studio rendition because this is this is like inherently a lot of these songs are live songs that were just studio recordings. They they were produced that way. They were okay. produced to be like live sounding and, and, and played as a band that's together. Whereas well, some of the Grateful that Dead Grateful stuff. Dead? No, because some of their stuff, I mean, like even like waiting for the sun, they, that was that was meticulously cut up for hours and hours and hours to make it just sound fucking bizarre, and, and they're splicing live recordings with studio recordings.
1: Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. But but like the,
0: the dead stuff, they some of their live stuff. Like, I mean, they don't have to be thirty minute songs. They they still play you know three to four minute songs, and they're they're fantastic. It's just the way they play them is just kind of whatever they're feeling at the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And so
0: we just get any kind of live recording from like this 70 '70 to '72.
1: Jot them down. Jot them down for me. Let me know, and I'll give them a listen. Okay. Now, now that you know what I'm interested in with the dead, if they make music similar to this, then yeah, let me know. I'll give it a shot. What's the worst that can happen, right? That's no, true. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Okay, so that's my number two, and I guess our number ones are the same. So Neil Young, After the Gold Rush. Yeah. What do you got? So, yeah,
0: I mean, it's, it's not even like fair there to, to, to rank these because After the Gold Rush, which is not even my favorite Neil Young album, but After the Gold Rush is just through and through, damn near, if not perfect. And Neil Young is just on such another level of songwriting. And also, this is not his first album. This is just the first album that he released after Deja Vu came out. Mm-hmm. So everybody had eyes on him. And it is a, it is a little different than his self-titled and then uh, the second album that he had with Crazy Horse. So it it is a little bit different. But fuck, man. It's so to say like some of these songs are catchy is just like an understatement. Like the Spice Girls are catchy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like these yeah. songs, they dig into you, and and you you listen, you start listening to these songs, and you're like, dude, I know this song. Like I know, oh, I also know this song. I fucking also know <laughs> That's this how song. how I
1: was, it's
0: unbelievable. I was
1: blown away. I was and fucking blown away by that.
0: And, and and all the while, the guy he he does he solos and he plays lead guitar and, and he has his little solos here and there, and they're not, you know, they're 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 nothing like crazy. They're nothing flashy or anything like that. All of his music is very. It's very simple. It's very dumbed down. It's it's very just folky, in it's like approach. It's super easy to play, and it's super easy to listen to. But the way he sings is not unless you know he sings like that. When you first mm-hmm. hear it, you're 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 blown away. You're like, How the fuck? What is this? This is stupid because it really <laughs> is. The way he sings is stupid.
1: Yeah, it's so high, and I would it never listen so to
0: somebody because it's annoying. But my god, he just he can write songs that that make you love his voice and <laughs> i just don't i know i i, I was thinking because i
1: i mean I, I listened to this record prior because i have three of his records i have everybody knows this is nowhere i have after the gold rush and i have harvest and i think all three records are, are fucking amazing records um but you know i listened to after the gold rush probably four times this week yeah i listened to it twice in a row uh, on vinyl and then I listened to it twice on Spotify and dude, I mean just, it blows me away every time, but and his voice, it's so fucking high. It's so annoying. He rides that line. He really rides that fine <laughs> yeah. line of being annoying <laughs> and being so good. I've never, I've never heard a singer. I've never experienced a singer do that. Like it's, it's really, really, really catchy. It's so good. It's so fucking good. I, It's, it's just unbelievable.
0: It, it's, 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 it's crazy because I have a lot of Neil Young records, and they're all they're all almost just as good like everything that I have from yeah. him is is two point two point two five at least or above <laughs> everything and it's it's and he has so
1: many records he has like almost thirty records i think
0: basically from like nineteen i think his first one came out nineteen sixty eight from nineteen sixty eight until yeah. like the eighties he came out with at least one album a year even past yeah, 80, when, it's I'm, like the 90s he was like one album a year
1: yeah i'm looking at his wiki right now yeah it seems like for any year that he skipped he doubled up for the for the next year but like then he didn't put anything out in in 73 or he put out a live record in 73 but then he put out two in 75
0: but then like so he the, made it up for it. he uh during the harvest the harvest sessions when he was doing the that stuff he had the stray gators that was that was the other band that he Such had cool beside band. um crazy, horse, which crazy was, horse crazy horse is also a fucking cool name for a band yeah and so like the, they have an album called live in tuscaloosa which wasn't released until 2016 but it's recorded and from the sessions that were done during the harvest stuff so like i i had that record the life from tuscaloosa and which is such a cool fucking name tuscaloosa is such a badass city that's so rad <laughs> it's so really cool, cool. And I had it like like sitting in, in like my lot ready to sell. And I was like, oh, I'll put it with a bunch of other Neil Young records and then find out that it's, it was made, like, it was recorded in like 1971 after, after the Gold Rush and before Harvest. I said, like, I got to open, because it was sealed. I was like, I got to fucking open this, listen to it. And it's like my favorite thing that he's done. It's amazing. It is really? so fucking good. Because again, these guys, like the Stray Gators, you think they're, I don't know, like the Stray Gators to me before I like I dove into it I thought these guys are gonna rip it up. They're gonna like Brian Setzer, be real hot, real rolly, real fast. But they're not. They they still compliment Neil Young in ways that are that are dumb, that are just simple and and dumbed down like a like a fourteen year old who just picked up the guitar for the first time would write. <laughs> but they're not like bluesy. You know what I mean? They're not like overly bluesy, yeah, like yeah. like like Paul Butterfield or something. Or I, I don't. It, it's very. It's very weird to to think how successful and how iconic Neil Young is, and how he has such a unique sound to
1: him. Yeah, he really does. It's annoying. (laughs) He's putting out a new record uh, December 21st. Oh. Or no, December 10th. December 10th, I'm sorry. Yeah, December 10th. He's coming out with a new one. His 41st record.
0: Oof. And like how do you even write
1: Like, What are you Bob Dylan How do you even write that many <laughs> fucking songs 41st record and 14th with Crazy Horse
0: and, and it's not just like records But he's also done soundtracks He's directed movies yeah. Which are shit well, but.
1: <laughs> this, this album that's coming out Is going to be uh, released With a standalone film Of the same name uh, Directed by his wife Well Daryl Hannah is his wife
0: Dude, and the soundtrack he did for, for Dead Man. Oh my god. Oh, Johnny dude, Depp is so that good. is a
1: really good soundtrack. Yeah. The movie's good. It's it's so artsy though. I mean the movie
0: is just it's yeah, it is really artsy. It's um it, it's it's I I think the movie's really good. I I like the movie. No, a lot. No, I like it too, yeah. I think the soundtrack is it's for me, it's top three Neil Young. It's killer. It's fantastic. It's
1: killer. But yeah, so when did that come out, like nineteen ninety five or something? Or Yeah, it sounds about right. It's the nineties. Maybe right? maybe late nineties. That's not even on his, like, main discography list. Fuck. Dude, he's put out so much goddamn music. Yeah. I will say, though, I, up front, no, no, I'll, t- I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it on on the main pod. Never mind. Okay. Uh, so, do we have anything? Oh, what's your favorite, what's your biggest banger off of this? Neil oh, uh, Southern Man.
0: Just a Southern Man. Cool jam oh, dude, song. That's... Plays out well enough. Yeah. It, it actually kind of rips, speeds up a little bit, and, but never, never like fast. They never get fast. They get a little bit, a little bit heavier, a little bit more aggressive, but they never, they, they, but they never just go for it and go fast because they don't need to. They don't want to, yeah. and it's not their sound. They tease you a little bit. It's fine. I like it. Yeah.
1: So, my, my biggest banger is Only Love Can Break Your Heart. Uh, it's a ballad. I mean, it's a straight ballad. And I'm not, I'm not a ballad man, but man, that chorus is, is so iconic. It's I, I fucking love that song. I mean, his melodies are, are unreal. The way
0: he strums the what guitar a too, right while right. he's while he's saying like, it's very like like nineties <laughs> yeah. pop, like boy band, you know.
1: It almost kind of reminds me of um Clapton's uh, uh, uh what's the song Clapton put out in the nineties about his son? Oh, tears died? from heaven. He tears from heaven, yeah. It kind of, it reminds me a little bit of that. Okay, but. Clapton probably ripped him off. Who knows? Who that's fucked up. I shouldn't say that. That song's sad. I, I don't want. To I mean, that's mean.
0: I I I like the song, but I think because of its subject material, it, it's it's going to like inherently be bigger than maybe it deserves to be. Because mm-hmm. I, I like the song. I think it's a good song. It's one of my favorite Clapton songs. But I don't think it's a great song. All
1: right. So we got anything else on this one or, or Neil Young in general before we get to the main up main pod?
0: That is it.
1: That is it. All right. So thank you all for listening. Apple Podcasts. Go rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Thank you all for listening. Listen to the main episode because we're getting into the Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young record, Deja Vu. And that's it. That's all.